Hiya. It's going to be another bedtime little story. It's going to be a bit longer than yesterday. Yesterday I was talking about radical acceptance of the self. Um, I'm just going to be talking because that's what I feel like doing. And if anyone wants to listen, but yay. <laughs> if you don't, no problem. No grudges here. Um, energy comes and energy goes. And, uh, you know, everything just flows. So <laughs> what it does sometimes. Not always, but um, yeah, first things, I've got some really nice earrings on. Um, if you want to get summer ready, um, I got these from a friend last year and they're really, really fab. I absolutely love them. If um, you're interested, uh, you can just contact me and I can forward your details. If you want to get summer ready, they're not dear and they're so light. They're really pretty. Come So yeah, <laughs> now that that's out the way. Um... Like I said, I just want to talk, you know, yesterday I spoke about radical acceptance of the self and this is something that took me a very long time. For those of you that know me, know that I've just had like this snowball life. It started off like, and it just, it one big mess. Some of its choices and others I do believe have, were put in my path so that I can grow to be a better person. So no matter what turmoil I've been through and and abuse, I'm not saying that abuse is correct and you should tolerate it, but I believe what I went through got me to where I am today. So, you know, I've, I've got my tailbone broken twice that I couldn't sit. Um, the first one was for about four years and the second time with somebody else, I got kicked flat on and um, yeah, I couldn't sit for just over two years. I still can't get on a bicycle. So that kind of ruined my, my dreams of cycling around. Although I think I would be pretty dangerous on a bike at this age. You know, <laughs> I couldn't drive in traffic. And um, but all these things, it's funny. It's like looking back, like even with my tailbone broken, I had to focus. I had to be mindful of how I was sitting. I had to be mindful of what I was doing. I'm laughing now, but it was really something serious. Um, I've got three broken teeth as well from being smacked in the face. I've, I've got nerve damage down the side of my face. I'd lost my hearing in my ear as in for two weeks solid. I've never been to the doctor to go and check that again, but I'm here, I'm alive. And, um, you know, these are all things that really get your self-esteem and get you down and your actual self-worth you start thinking oh why is this happening to me especially when you're not doing anything to provoke that person because you're in the survival kind of zone and you are constantly trying to survive in that moment um, and I lived so long with this that I didn't know a different way to approach it um, and the worst part is when you are a person that can see what's happening around you, you're analyzing it and you're questioning it, but you can't come to the root of it. Um, I was very fortunate to meet some amazing women in a woman's shelter. I was there for three months and um, I had no access to any resources that were my own. I had to leave the home, which was fully furnished by myself all my stuff I left everything with two suitcases uh, one for my son and one for myself it was really really frightening 
um, especially because where I was, the police didn't help. They literally said to me, we can't drive you to the women's shelter. Um, the social worker was supposed to come meet up with me. She, then I'd phoned her and she said, oh, I forgot about the appointment. That's what I got. Once I was in the shelter, though, I met some amazing women. Just absolutely some of the strongest people I've ever met in my life. And um, I'm so proud of where they are now and what they're doing with their lives. Um, but this time taught me a lot about myself. There was a psychologist um, on, on hand and we could see the psychologist. And she was absolutely amazing. Um, so much love and so much understanding. And this was the first time that um, outside of my own thinking and my own studying because at that time I was already doing um, counseling and coaching so I could see what was happening within my relationship I wanted to leave and I didn't have resources to leave it was really frightening time and um, when I was there it was actually speaking knowing that I had the trust of someone because I've got really bad trust issues um when it comes to opening up to people because I've been let down so many times in the past you tell people things in confidence and then they go and repeat it or they twist stories you know um I like to think of myself as a person that when I'm confided in I keep that trust and I, I don't break that trust I, I keep the secrets that people tell me but I've been let down most of my life so I learned not to trust people and with the psychologist, though, because of the nature of it, I was so comfortable that I spoke and I spoke and I spoke. And the one thing I've established was throughout my life, I was always seeking validation. And um, this stems from childhood through to my teen years, which was quite uh, uh, a turbulent, going up and down, turbulent time. And... Um, you know, I'd been through so much, which um, is very hard to describe to someone who hasn't lived through certain things. But I realized that I was looking for validation the whole time. I was seeking validation in my relationships. So I'd enter relationships, which I knew I wouldn't get this validation. So I was copying the same patterns as I had before. Because like I said, you're pouring into a cup that just cannot be filled. It cannot be filled. And even as someone that's, um, you know, loving and giving, you can't fix somebody. Someone needs that change themselves. You cannot make anybody change. It's, you know, anybody that works in um, healthcare, healing, um, be it hypnotherapy, counselling, um, you know, even if we, we go more to the medical side, we're looking at um, the psychiatrists even, you cannot fix people. It's not that they're broken, but you can't make them be empathetic. You can't change them. They must want to do the work themselves. So I found myself in this repeated patterns, you know, um, and by doing that, I didn't accept myself for who I was there was no radical acceptance I am who I am and I'm standing in my power so I had quite a few businesses throughout my life and some were actually very successful but 
one thing I did do is give away my power at that time. Um, like I said, business was running really well. I had someone take money um, from the business. So I, w- I was left at a loss um, and things like that. I'm, I'm not talking about small amounts. I'm talking about big amounts. Uh, and then, it, you know, going back to my first marriage, they, we were running a um, kebab shop. And um, it, there was something really funny about this um, for our customers at that time. I thought, right, something like a database with all our customers' information, where if they're regular customers, because it was coming out of a small village, I was thinking, right, if we could make a database of what um, their orders were and then give them bonus, um, you know, like free items and things like that. And I thought, this would be a great system. And then I thought, right, um, why don't we take this online? Because this was in um, 1999, 2000. I thought, right, if we could take this online, this would be fantastic. And I got told that I'm a stupid idiot. Who's going to be buying food online? Well, yeah, then came Just Eat, Deliveroo, all of this. And I was like, missed. I bought the kebab shop at Coda UK. I thought, right, I could do something with this. And um, we put our menu up online, which wasn't a big thing at that time in the UK. Um, but there, that was a missed opportunity because I believed, okay, you know, these people are telling me I'm stupid. Maybe my ideas are just too crazy. But they weren't too crazy. Um, they were correct. But I didn't have faith in myself. I was seeking that outside validation for what I wanted to do. For what I thought would be a great idea. I didn't give myself credit. Um, just say, hey, girl, you got this. You, you know, you might look a bit goofy sometimes. But deep down, you know that this has potential. And then moving forward to some other things as well, um, I got to the peak of it and then I just like collapsed because I gave away my power. I was running a, a vintage warehouse and shop. Um, I can't take credit for everything, but it was initially, it was my idea. I started out buying secondhand items and selling them. And then the consignment of new goods as well. I thought that the vintage um, I, I like vintage clothing and um, also the whole recycling factor of it. So I um, started um, a company doing um, secondhand and vintage clothing. We're running a very big warehouse. I didn't get my say in where I wanted to run that. And I had someone else take it over. And um, the financial loss to me was actually quite great. They got off pretty well with it to the point that they actually went to go buy a, a deposit for house and all this kind of stuff. So again, and I was working, the worst I worked was 110 hours in one week. Um, you know, I was in my 30s, so I was like much stronger than I am now, although I'm getting my strength back. Um, and I'd be lugging around bags, 20, 25 kilograms, carrying these. Um, it was really tiring. Everyone's like, oh, it's so glam. It's no, it's not. Not when you're shifting tons. I'm talking about tons of clothing. Um, and I wanted to open a boutique shop with selective items. You know, we had some really old pieces come in and they were beautiful, beautiful high-end pieces. Um, and I wanted to open a um, selective boutique. My business partner at the time overrode what I was um, thinking 
and I went to go open this big basement shop, which um, again needed to be filled. It wasn't glamorous, it wasn't nice, it wasn't what I'd wanted. It wasn't the vision that I had had for our business. And again, my intuition was right that later on another store opened up um, in one of the actual vacant spaces that I wanted. But again, I didn't push, I didn't let my voice be heard because there was someone domineering and I wanted to be validated. Okay, you know, I can do this, whatever you want, I will be able to do it. So I was seeking that validation through what their ideas were. I didn't trust my inner voice. And then I moved um, on and um, another business venture. This time all the capital, all the investment came from myself. I put everything that I'd saved my savings went into this business. It was a business that was on its way and would have made quite a quite a lot of money. I'm not talking a lot of money, I'm talking a lot of money. Um, and the money, the whole idea, um, I can say the money behind it that I'd put in, um, it might have seemed like a little bit, but the work I was, you know, I was one night at, at Sorry, one day I'd stayed up um, working and I'd realized that I had already been awake for 48 hours. I had actually gone into a daze because I was working so hard. And I really had a vision for things. And again, outside influence. It's like I'm not satisfied. Some someone the outside is I'm not satisfied with this. And I'm like, yeah, that validation, I can do it. You'll be satisfied with the work that I'm doing. But at the end of the day, I wasn't satisfied with myself. Again, I, I'm searching outside of myself. You can't get internal acceptance and validation from anybody else but yourself. And again, things happened. And as soon as they stopped, I gave away my power in all these instances. I'd lost either the domains, I'd lost even the business, the whole scope that I was left tying up the loose ends and um, I got nothing in the end. And there's a very big lesson in this. And this is to anybody out there. Stand in your power. When your intuition comes in and you can feel, you can feel and you can know that you have good ideas. Don't let anybody stop you and ridicule you because the funny thing is with these good ideas and they were very good ideas they were good ideas and they had good income the the thing here is that I didn't have faith in myself and I didn't have trust that the universe had my back that God would say okay I'm showing you the door go through it I was like no I need someone to hold my hand through it because this person here was whispering in my ear, let me come, let me piggyback, you know, let me get on your back and go into this on your back. And that's what, what happened. I gave away my power. So in the end, from all of that, including losing businesses, including abuse, really, really bad abuse. I mean, I've got, I've got facial damage now, this, this um, nerve damage in my face. And from all of that, for not just saying, hey, I'm smart enough to do this. I know my ideas are good. And, you know, you can be a sidekick, but you are not going to be the main character. I'm the main character in my life. You know, if you have a partnership and it's 
equal, great. That's, that's fantastic because it does work sometimes. But most of the time, if people are the naysayers um, that are with you, but they're driving you to do the work, you've got to stop and ask yourself, what the hell is going on here? What's going on? You know, trust your intuition. Walk away from that. You have the power within you. You've got the brains. You've got the knowledge there. Or you can go and seek it to do your own thing. Um, and this comes to even with the nine to five or eight to five, depending which country you're in or even later, we are on these hamster wheels and we're going round and round and round and round and round. Who wrote that law? I didn't. You don't need to do that. You didn't write that law. You can choose what you want to do. We are so conditioned to live a certain lifestyle, to consume certain goods. As we move through life, we change. The objects around us change. And we are holding on to objects as, as these memories. But your memory is here. And by the time that if this memory goes, do these objects matter anymore? I don't think so. I really don't think so. You know, consume less. We don't need so much. My wardrobe is so limited. I literally have, like I can squash my stuff together like this. You don't need that much in your life to be happy. We don't need to consume so much. If you like nice things, that's great. I also love nice things. But choose wisely what you're doing. Choose what's around you. You can opt out of this hamster wheel. Go with your intuition. Don't seek validation. And, you know, it's not about living within your means. Because resources, this world is so abundant. We have been given, we've been blessed with so much abundance that we can't, we can't really see it. Because we're so blinded by other shiny things. The, the saying that all that glitters is not gold is true. We have this illusion of gold around us. And, well, you know, you know it, I know it. We don't need to be working as hard as we do. So if you radically want to accept yourself, you radically want to move out of this hamster wheel you radically want to heal. You radically want to have abundance through gratitude. You know, start today. Start today. You, this, is, this message, I would say, is for people that are seeking validation from others. You are love. Love yourself. You know, we can't make other people love us. And, but we can make ourselves love ourselves. So... Again, you do you. Start loving yourself. Be, be grateful. Have gratitude for all the good that is around you. And, you know, when you have those ideas, don't let them go. Let them, let them like, go around a bit and say, right, how can I make this happen? So if you are not happy with what you're doing, where you are or who you are with, start making changes today. And one of the changes is, like I said, before this radical acceptance of yourself and another thing like I said yesterday start by listening to the people 
that you believe have your best interests or you know you have your best interests and like I said yesterday start listening very carefully because you're going to start to discern between what you think you know and what you actually know of who has your best interests and then at that point you don't need to cut people out I'm not a believer in necessarily cutting out people because you know they could be wounded as you are wounded or have been wounded you know not saying broken I say wounded um, but at the end of the day start moving away from people you know we usually confide and we seek guidance from others and within this guidance sometimes there's ulterior motives there's someone who doesn't want you to move forward because of jealousy there's someone who doesn't want you to move forward because they feel like you leaving them behind from a, um, this place of um, it's not necessarily um, not wanting to see you succeed but fear that they don't have the courage to do what you are doing and they fear that they're going to be left behind it could just be someone who doesn't like you it could be someone who wants something um, the outcome to be different than what you are anticipating so don't we're going to just break this down quickly because i've just spoken it sounds gobbledygook but take what you have to take from it and um, receive what you have to receive from it so first of all don't let anyone abuse you you know there's so many different forms of abuse it is I've, on my blog i've got a nice thing about domestic violence and abuse um I've broken it down into quite different styles of abuse. Um, some of the things on there are quite more to the extreme, but it's um, there are there are subtle forms of abuse as well within that. So go and read that. Go have a look, um, and also about boundaries in relationships. So don't let anyone abuse you. You are worth more than gold. So don't let anyone abuse you, be it mentally, physically, or even spiritually abuse you. So you don't have that. Don't let anyone belittle the ideas that come to you. So even if it's something simple, don't let people belittle you for the dreams that you hold. You know, we can all have different dreams, hopes, and aspirations. And you are not... Mm, how can I say this? You are not making your dreams any bigger by belittling anybody else and vice versa. This goes both ways. So if someone has an idea, say, yeah, I think that's great. Or I'm not so sure, but it's something that you can explore more and see if it's true for you. Because it, it might not be true for you, but it's true for them. So that, that's another thing. Um, don't let people take your power. Don't let them take your power. Don't let them drain you mentally. Don't let them drain you physically. Don't let them drain you spiritually. Don't let them take your energy. Because there's too many of these energy vampires about. that just like, suck you. They suck all this life out of you. And they are very big naysayers. And these are often people that tell you that you are negative when in fact it is them. This is a projection. It's very much a uh, situation. It's a very dark mirror that you, you're standing in front of. It's not a beautiful reflection of your inner self. 
This is a reflection, a dark reflection. So you don't want that. So stand in your power. Know that you are loved and also know that, you know, you could be an inspiration for somebody else. And now I've just taken you on this loop. <laughs> We've arrived here and accept yourself. You know, we've all been through things, all of us. You know, there's often people smiling, especially with social media. People are smiling and saying, oh, my life's so great. Maybe it's not. Because what you see is not what you get. People are smiling and pretending to be happy. How many times have you seen um, this illusion and people look like they're really are having a good time, but they're not? Or... There's more going on behind closed doors. This world is very much an illusion. It's, it plays tricks. It plays magic on you. So be careful and be true, you know, and practice truth and try and come up with your beautiful idea. And like I said, if you want to get off this hamster wheel or um, whatever it is, you know, you, you, you have the power in you to do that. <laughs> but also, this world at this moment in time, with everything that's happening, I hold quite a controversial view when it comes to what this pandemic is. I'm not going to do air quotes. <laughs> I was almost tempted to. But I'm not, I'm not going to take sides on this right now on this video because um, these kind of feelings aside, but there's definitely an energy shift. There's a major energy shift happening. There's people that want to conform and people that don't. I do lean to the side of people that don't conform. And I, I was always a rebel. I was always in detention at school. Um, I went to school in South Africa. I was born there. So I was always in detention in high school, just like without a doubt. Anybody that knows me can testify to that. I was always sitting in the corridor at lunchtime. I mean, I had one whole semester that I was um, on detention, first and second break. It was awful, just absolutely awful. But I made it through um, college. Oh, God. I um, college and uh, I led a petition um, to, because they brought, it was an ex mining engineer that <laughs> was our dean of the college, and he brought in this law that men were not allowed to have long hair, that uh, you you know you weren't allowed an earring in, blah, 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 blah. I drew up this massive petition and um, just about everybody in the whole college signed it and then I got into trouble for that. But yeah, there were adults, they're telling adults what they're allowed to wear to college, which they're paying tuition fees to. I just found it absolutely preposterous, but anyway. And... Um, yeah, so I got into trouble for that. <laughs> My list just goes on. I've got so many stories to tell. Um, bit of a rebel. But um, yeah, you know, these these things stay true to you. Sorry, like I'm just under the young camera, sorry. Um, just stay stay true to you. Do you and have faith that, that we can get through this. Um, it's a really tough time because so many people are alone. Um even if you have support bubbles or support network, it's not really, I'm falling, <laughs> it's not really a, a support bubble, is it? We There's so many people that would have a neighbor pop in 
Um, and although that contact's great, it's not the same as having family and friends and entertaining. And this whole mask uh, story as well, it's really, it's just like, um, depersonalizing things. It's like, a, it, another thing, uh, issue that I have with this as well is, you know, our eyes, one of the big things, it's like with um, dentists, one of the things how dentists caught certain um, uh, uh, viruses was through their eyes. It wasn't through um, the nose and mouth, sort of this respiratory. And this is another thing. If you think you're safe wearing a mask and, you know, droplets or whatever comes in your eyes, your eyes, your eyes are a great access point for, for things like this. Um, there's a great, like I said, there's a great energy. I'm going off on one again. There's a great energy split. There's very much light. And there's very much dark, and then there's this this middle. And it's like um, it's people not seeing the things that are happening because of the virus. Um, I don't want to get into this here, but just start looking that the words and the actions, so what they're saying and what they're doing, are not aligning when we're looking at our governments at this moment in time and so this takes me back to the point of coming out of this hamster wheel that the way things are going if it goes as so many things have predicted in the past and if we look at past behaviors if you understand your history um you need to get ready and find something else that inspires you and that you're passionate about you know because you might not be so fortunate if you are one of the people that want to get out and not be in this space or sphere of government control. So anyway, stand in your power. Don't let anyone control you. You know, you're not a dog that needs training. You are, and I'm not saying... I'm not saying the dogs are relevant, but they do need training. We are human beings. We have a different kind of way of thinking. We've been blessed with this. So use your gift. Understand, um, like I said, when it comes to things, you have power and you have the power of choice. We always have a choice. Mm. As I say, even doing nothing is a choice. Everything is a choice. So choose wisely. Anyway, so now that I've like sort of come off and taken off this tangent that I went on, and I hope you can start to understand me. I'll go on these little rants every now and then. Um, I'm not dropping nuggets of wisdom here. <laughs> I'm just, just, you know, just letting, letting out what I felt like I needed to speak about right now. Because maybe it resonates with someone and they're like, oh, okay. I've been through this. I understand that. Hey, that's me. What, what are you talking about? Um, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, I'm open for healing. If you're open for healing, um, I've got a few things we can discuss and do. And uh, it's not only healing of the mind, it's healing of the body. Once I let go of so many things, 
once I started to understand and realize who I am and get in touch with that little girl that had hopes and dreams. I need a sip of tea. One moment. <laughs> one moment. Anyway, one, one moment. So even though I, like, when I got in touch with this little girl, okay, who's me? who's been through so much, which I'm not going to go into because something is very personal, but who's been through so much, through to this young woman that just had her hopes and dreams absolutely squashed and shattered at that point. So this whole template that I've built up, I've come through and now, okay, I'm not, I'm 43, so I'm not like super mature, but I'm mature, I think. You know, I've got adult children. I've got a, a young one. I've, I've, I've had enough businesses. I've been in enough places in the world to now understand that I had to rebuild. Um, and now is the time. And I have been working on this for a while now. But I'm approaching it differently. I'm not working 110 hours a week. Uh, I'm being more selective about what I am doing. And you can too. You know, no matter what your age is, don't let anyone shatter your dreams. If you really do believe in something and believe that it's um, going to benefit you, your family, the world, you know, work on it. Work on it. Don't let those naysayers, the people that tell you, oh, you're stupid, you're awful, don't listen to them. Listen to you. Listen to your heart. We can do this now quickly if you want. You can just listen to your heart for a moment. When you close your eyes and just put your hand on your heart for a moment and just deep breath in and out and just sit with that feeling for a moment and just ask for the truth to be in you. Deep breath in through the nose. And out. And ground yourself and open your eyes. Bye. Okay, so we took that moment. And um, yeah, this has been a very much of a whirlwind, what I've just spoken about. Follow it through if you can follow it. <laughs> um, yeah, this this is my brain. It's very um, disorganized when I want to do this, but I can also be serious and we can follow a sort of a linear form. But I hope this resonates with someone who's as scatty as I am. And um, but if you feel like speaking your truth, I hope that you post something as well. Maybe there's something you want to... Um, post on your your own timeline or whatever you know sometimes we just have to speak our truth don't be afraid to speak out don't be afraid of judgment the judgment comes from a higher place it doesn't come from the people around you you know don't there's a natural judgment in the world and don't let them judge you don't let them judge you because that is their judgment if you can like just deflect all of this, then that is great. You know, be light, 
be light, be light and be love. Be kind, be caring, but take no bull. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Don't take any nonsense from anybody. Um, you know, sometimes we compromise because we have soft spots for people. But at the end of the day, know what you are getting yourself into and know yourself. Radical acceptance. Again, anyway, that's me over and out. I've had my tea now. I'm going to go and have a coffee because that's what good people do at 20 past 12 at night. And then they go to bed <laughs> to be up early in the morning. So, yeah, peace, light, love, blessings, kindness, everything. I hope that, you know, going on from this day that you have a fabulous week. And it's not long and it's weekend again. And, um, yeah, switch it up a bit and uh, try a bit of kindness, pay it forward. Um, help somebody, ask somebody if they need help and um, just in general, be love, <laughs> be love and you know, but technable and uh, yeah, <laughs> you don't have to always conform, you don't have to, there's certain things, especially when it comes to man-made laws, you know, and, and, and stuff that um resistance is sometimes better but anyway right coffee's calling good night lots of love to everyone and just be awesome just be you yeah be you radically accept you be awesome be awesome be fabulous right good night and uh thank you for listening <laughs> bye